if nothing else, you can just thank him that we got to put our hands down. Thank you, Jesus. Nah, check it out, man. God has a purpose for you. And I think sometimes we get really wigged out by that because, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I listen and, and talk with people all the time. And, and sometimes it's a little, can it be a little overwhelming? You know, what am I supposed to do? What if I do the wrong thing? What if I mess up? And instead of him saying, way to do, he says, what did you do? You know, uh, yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, confusion comes in chaos and, and, and all kinds of weird thoughts. And, and I, I just, I just want to comfort you tonight. That, you know what, uh, that, that if you align with his purpose, uh, uh, the Bible says, and we, we can't put this one up, you'll have to look it up, but it's Philippians 2.13. I, I love it in the uh, New Living Translation. Uh, it says, for God is working in you. Is that awesome? Huh. Dude, is that cool? Huh? God's working in you. And, and you know, you know what, what, what really excites me is that, is, is, you know, sometimes when I get to stand here and look this way, I get to see stuff that you don't normally get to see. You know, and, and I don't, you know, you know me, I would just hate to embarrass anybody. But, uh, dude, do me a favor. Just stand up. Because, you know, you, you've been working a lot of hours and, and putting a lot of time in. And a lot of times it's hard to get here, man. And sometimes it's impossible. And I'm so glad you're here tonight. Because I think back. Check it out. I, th- I think back. Yeah, I think back. And it's just a few months ago. And God just started wrecking you. You know, and pulling you from where you were to a, to a, to a better place. And, and I think about this verse. God is working in you. Huh? I mean, he's working in all of us, but check it out. He's working in you. In you. And, and, and you got an enemy that's telling you, and he's been telling you all week long that, that, you're, that you're, you're screwed up. He's, he's telling you all the time that, that you know what? You, you just, you ain't making the cut. Look at all these mistakes you're making. But I want you to hear me tonight. God is working in you. Is this awesome? God, God is working in you. We're talking about the same guy who created the heavens and the earth. He's working in you and it says, giving you, and I love this because that, you know what that means? God is a giver. God you know, you got this stupid enemy thing. And, you know, a lot of times the enemy, he, he doesn't have to be talented or nothing. Because, you know, the same old stuff works on everybody. And, and you know, before he changed us. How, and a lot of people, even after all he's done, they'll still buy the lie that if I do life God's way, I'll miss out. Oh, man. I'm coming to church. And now 
they want me to serve. They're taking my time. No, you're sowing it. Well, why? Well, because it's just like the tithe. You know, haven't you ever realized that when you return to God his portion, he blesses the rest? And if he'll do that with your money, he'll do that with your time. Well, you guys just want, if, if you really believe that, just stop. But see, you, you got to get this. God ain't taking. He's giving. See, it's God. <laughs> this isn't even my message. This is like just part of the intro. God working in you. <laughs> giving you. Which means you don't have it all together. Okay, I'm going to be real honest because it's Saturday night. I love Saturday night. Dude, I'm telling you, I love Saturday night. And we've really been praying because, you know, Saturday seems like, seems like since, we, since we came here, since we left Clearwater and came here, it seems like Saturday night. Man, we've been praying, and, and, and a couple of guys have been fasting because it's like, wow, man, what's going on? And, and, uh, but, but it's like, no, you know what? Uh, uh, we, 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 uh, we, we got, there's something about Saturday night. And, and, we, and we love Saturday night. Hello? And, uh, and it can be, can't, can't Saturday night rock a little bit more than Sunday? Huh? And, uh, and I just want, I just want to be more transparent tonight than I would ever be on a Sunday. Because, you know, those Sunday people, they probably couldn't take it. <laughs> probably just freak them out, you know, they'd die. But, um, I, what was I talking about before I went into that Saturday thing? I'm going to be honest. There are times, I got it. There are times, there are times, there are seasons when I'd like to tell myself, I got it together. Which always are right in front of seasons of revelation. Of, oh no, I don't. <laughs> I mean, if you look back and you realize that there are moments when you have the sudden clarity... Oops, that just in front of that, there was a moment when you thought, I got this. God working in you, giving you, which means you ain't got it all. And it says, God working in you, giving you both, not, not just one, but both, desire What if I'm doing the wrong thing? Well, what if we believed the Bible? What if we believed that God was giving us desire, passion? You know, the more I walk with him, the more he's changed my desires. And, and I don't mean that he's taken, well, I, I no longer want, you know, Nice things. 
Well, that hasn't changed at all. Don't, don't buy the light. Don't let the enemy mess with your head. Well, you know, if you surrender to God, you know, he's going to take all the good stuff out of your life, and you're going to, you're going to, his plan's to prosper you. But he, he, he says, God is working in you, and he's giving you both passion, both desire, both passion, and power to do what pleases him. See, there it, is. there it is. There it is. Now, if we surrender to God, he's going to give us passion to do stuff that, with, that we wouldn't want to do. Where do we get that? You know, what, what kind of childhood did you escape from? You know, and I'm sure that some of us, I mean, we, we probably had some pretty hairy stuff back there. But our father, our heavenly father, he ain't like an earthly father. You know, maybe in your mind, your daddy was abusing you, but God ain't like that. And you, you can't allow yourself for a moment to align him with some negative picture that you've got. See, you, you, can't, you can't buy that because you have to understand that, that he's for you, not against you. He's trying to help you, not hurt you. He's trying to lift you, not put you down. He's going to empower you. He's going to give you desires and then the power to fulfill them. And that pleases him when you fulfill the desires he's given you. See, over there, and when I say over there, some of you guys weren't over there. You know, you weren't at Clearwater maybe. When we were at Clearwater, and, and, and I'm just using it as a, as a picture because I, I want you to apply this to your life. But when we were over there, you know, we had a mindset that when we got over here, the whole world's going to be different. Because we're going to have bigger screens and a deeper hallway by a hundred times. <laughs> you remember, the? I was thinking about it last night because there were men out there doing tug-of-war in the foyer. There's 80 guys or 100 guys out there, and I was thinking... Dude, had we done this at Clearwater? Oh, okay, get the rope. You know. But we're under the impression that if we get here, everything's different. But see, we're just the same old guys in a new place. Is it? We're just the old guy in a new house. And what God wants to do is change the old guy. So that he can do what he's created to do. See, and Mark 4, and by the way, if, if they ever come and, and take away all of our Bibles and, and uh, uh, say, okay, here's the deal, we're, we're going to remove Bibles, but we're, we'll give you one chapter. You can have one chapter of the book. If, you, if, if, they, if we ever got to that point, I truly believe that if you took Mark chapter 4, and that's the only chapter that you had, if you studied Mark 4, got revelation on Mark 4, you could live a successful, victorious Christian life. 
So it, it's hard for me to not preach the entire chapter. But if you, if you got this chapter, I, I, I want us to read a few verses in Mark chapter 4. Uh, and we're going to start clear down at verse 35. And, and, and look at what it says. It says, on the same day. Everybody say the same day. Oh, say the same day. Okay, on the same day when even had come, he said, let's cross over to the other side. We're going to go all the way through it here. And, and now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. And uh, he was in the stern asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And uh, they said to him, why, why, or he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you still have no, no faith? And this, this story, you know, this story, we got this, right? We've, we've had, you know, I don't know how many, I've been in church my whole life. I've heard this preached. And dude, there's some great messages there. But, but, but right there in, uh, in verse 35, you put that one back up for a minute again. And, and I just want to focus on the same day because I, I want you to understand something. That a lot has happened on this particular day. Jesus has been teaching all day. Okay, so that that's the same day. Okay, so the same day that, that he's given them revelation, the same day, the same day, he said, let's, let, let's, let's go over here and, and head to the other side. And we already read the story, and we know what's going to happen, man. They're going to get a great storm. And, and, and a great storm's not, not a windy day, a great mega. It's, it's like hurricane proportion, man. And, and I just want to share something with you that you might not have thought of. That the same day Jesus gives instructions, the same day it's quite possible that you will be tested. The same day. Okay? The same day. He, they've, they've seen crazy stuff today. And that day, the same, the same day. The same day. And he had already told them earlier. He, he, had, already, he, he had already told them, hey, the sower sows the word. And immediately, Satan comes to try to take that word so it doesn't get in their heart. Because if it gets in their heart, it's going to change the way they think. And if it changes the way they think, it's going to change the way they feel. And if it changes the way they feel, it's going to change the choice they make. And if it changes the choices they make, it's going to change the actions they perform. And if it changes their actions, it pretty soon is going to change their habits. That's going to change their character. And that's going to change the end result that they've been getting. So the enemy comes, and he just told them. This, the same day, he just told them, man, you're going to receive a word. And, and, and the, the enemy is going to come, and he's going to try to take it. And that day, they, they, he said, let's go to the other side. They receive that word, and they end up in the storm. And they're freaking out because we're going to die. How quickly we forget. Because we're under the impression that if we're, you know, rocking with Jesus, that nothing hard should happen. But if blessing begins to be produced in your life, you have to understand it's by nature blessing produces complication. Okay, you're not going to get blessed without complication, right? I mean, you know, how many of you know that he who finds a wife finds a good thing? Complications. The counselors are standing by. Yeah, right now is a good time to just go, mm-hmm. 
and I'm not sure about that. You know, you know, something like that. But you know, hey, when Shelby and I were dating, life was a lot different than it is today. Now it's way better. Way, 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 way better. But it came with complications. And they started the same day. Okay? And I'm talking about on her side. Okay? Like, I complicated her life immediately. And then we're cruising along pretty good. We get a handle on it. And, and, and we're thinking, well, uh, children are a blessing from the Lord. How many of you know that children come with complications? Right? We had three complications. We named them Evan, Stephen, and TJ. And you have a child, and the same day. Okay? It's the same day. You get a, you, you get a financial increase. Oh, I've been blessed. And the same day. We experience increase and the same day. You know what? Let me just let me just share something with you. Over over at Clearwater, we never worried about twenty three hundred dollar water bills. I've suddenly decided I hate green grass. It's just a complication. You know, the same, you, you know what? More space, more expenses. More expense, bigger. God's doing bigger things. Which means we're going to have to be different than we were over there. You know, this, this applies to us here. You, you know, it, hey, you know what? Uh, God's bringing us out of something so he can get us into something. Right? But if you don't have a mind renewal, you're just the old thing in a new thing. And the old thing is going to, you know, just by character, it will tie you to the result of the old thing. And we can't have the result of the old thing in the new thing. Now, God's working in you, giving you desire. Right? It's our desire. Remember when we walked around it? You got desire. Right? But he's also given you the power to do it. See, and, and I want you to know something, that there's, there's dreams in you. There, there's, there's passions in you, God-given passions. But he's also going to give you the power to do it. But that means you're going to have to do stuff that you didn't do before. And, and that's really what he was telling these guys. Hey, we're crossing over. We're going to a new place. And he had set them up. He had trained them, taught them. And the same day, you know, they're waking him up. Don't you care that we're dying? And some of you guys, you're in a position in your, in your situation right now. And it's like, hey, I'm dying over here. And God's, no, you ain't dying. I've given you the power to accomplish this. I've given you the power. You just got to step it up. You got to think different. You got to think different. When, when God was bringing the, his children out of bondage and, and bringing them and delivering them into a land that, that hey, it's flown with milk and honey. We're going to the promised land. 
And think about it. They, they, they went into that water. They went into that water slaves, but they came out sons. You got to ask yourself, well, am I thinking like a slave or am I thinking like a son? See, they, they, they went into that. Think about it. They went into slaves. They went in taking orders. They came out taking ownership. And there's a difference. See, a slave is like absolved of all responsibility. I just do what I'm told. Everything will go good. Don't draw too much attention. Your life is fine. But see, a son, an owner, he carries all the responsibility. The owner's not only responsible for the product, he's responsible for the process. And I think what God wants to do in us is he, he wants to elevate because you cannot consistently perform a task that's inconsistent with your character. So what you do at one place, you're doing it all over the place. And remember, Jesus was telling the guys back in John, and he said, if you continue in my word, you're going you're gonna to know the truth, and the truth is going to make you free. And they said, what are you talking about, make us free? We've never been in bondage. And if you can't see your bondage, you'll never see your freedom. And he's like, man, you guys, you guys are in bondage. And tonight I'm telling you that God's brought us to a place, but we, we, have, to, we, have, to, uh, we have to think like sons. We have to think like owners. We have to think, we have to think different. We have to, we have to recognize that God is working in me. And he's given me some passion, man. And we are on our way to change the world. No, we ain't, we ain't on our way to watch somebody else do it. We are on our way to change. We are going to change the world. Right, but we're not going to watch. We're going to we're going to dive in. We're we're owners of this thing. I'm telling you that I think God is calling you to a place of ownership in your life. And, and I believe that there's 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 businesses and there's homes and, and and there's all kinds of things out there that God wants to bring you up by His Spirit to a new level of a, of dominion and authority. But but we start right here. And and we learn how to how to how to I mean, wouldn't it? How many of you guys? I got like seven thoughts all the way. How many of you guys would love the power to paralyze chaos? Come on, let me see your hand. Check that out. Okay. Let me tell you something. You have it. But you, you just... Man... See, there's so much chaos, so much chaos. Uh, in, in Genesis one, in in the uh, Living Bible, it's really cool. It, it says uh, it says that in the beginning. Let me see if I wrote it down. Um, in, in the beginning, uh, the earth. Uh, I thought I wrote it down. Uh, yeah, the earth was shapeless, a chaotic mass. There's just chaos everywhere. And so, what does God do? Remember, remember creation. God said, you know, let there be light. The lights came on, right? And, and, and check this out. Look, look at verse uh, 4, chapter 1, verse 4, and we'll read a couple of verses. Look, look what God did. God saw the light was good, suitable, pleasant, and he approved it, and God separated the light from the darkness. Look at verse 5. God called the light day, and the darkness he called that night, and there was an evening, and there was a morning, one day. And, and verse 6 says, uh, uh, and God said, let there be a firmament, uh, in the midst of the waters and, and let it be uh, separate, uh, you know, from the waters below. Verse 7, and, and God made the firmament and, and separated the waters which were under the expanse from the waters which were above. Uh, 
he's given us the insight on how to paralyze chaos. Separation. Think of the life of Jesus, just because of time. I'm not going to scatter you with the script. Think of the life of Jesus. What did he do? He went from prayer meeting to prayer meeting, performed miracles in between. What was he doing? He was separating himself. He would separate himself. He would separate himself. He would separate himself. See, uh, uh, something, that, something that you and I could do to, to just begin to paralyze the chaos is begin to learn how to, by the Spirit, how to separate things in our life and say, okay, that's going over there and I'm going over here. Well, how do I know what to separate? Start by separating you. You got to separate yourself. Remember, remember the time that uh, Mary and Joseph, uh, they, they had been in town because of law, and then they took back off, they were headed back home. They traveled three days with a caravan, and, and in the middle of the journey, after three days of traveling, they started looking around for Jesus. Jesus was about 12, and, and, uh, and they're looking for Jesus, and they can't find Jesus, and they start asking people, people on the trip, you know, have you seen Jesus? Nope. 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 And finally, somebody came up with an idea, and they stopped and said, uh, where was the last place you saw him? And they went back to the temple, and they found Jesus. You know, and there's a thought. Maybe, maybe what you should do is go back to the last place you saw him. And they went back in, and Mary makes this statement. Read it in the New Living. And Mary makes this statement. She's upset. And and she said, didn't you know that your father and I, we are frantic? How many of you have ever lost one of your kids? I've I've lost each of mine several times. And they found their way back. But, okay, but, but anyways. Didn't you know? We've been searching everywhere for you. And she's, she's just a mom. And she's like, oh, my God. And she's been freaking out for days. And Jesus said, why were you searching? Did you not know I must be in my father's house? Do you, do you want to see it? Uh, isn't it Luke 2? I don't know. Did you put some up? Why did you? Did you, You're very good. Did you not know I must be in my father's house? See, you got to think different. You can't let the enemy, don't buy the lie. That, well, you know, you know, this church thing. No, this is where we separate ourselves. I'm, I, I want to be more like Christ. Well, you'll probably be in church more. Yes, isn't it weird that people who say they're following Christ can be found in places that he would never go? Well, that was good. You know, I, he's my example. But, you know, all this church... No, no. Guys, see, we got to get our mind right. We got to think like an owner. We got we to gotta realize that, you know, hey, you know what? When we separate ourselves and when we come together and we begin to lift the name of Jesus, when we begin to celebrate the presence of God, it's God who's working in me. And I begin to, and I, and I begin to lift his name and, and, and put my attention on him and, and take it off of all that stuff out there. Man, and I just, I, I just begin to celebrate his goodness and his mercy and, and the fact he's, he's working in me. I'm telling you.
that a lot of that chaos begins to fall off. Why? Well, because that's, that's, that's the power of separation. And yet lights start coming. Hey, this is light. That's darkness. Let's separate that. We begin to worship God. We begin to celebrate God. We begin to, to, to connect with God. So that when we go back in there, man, there's something in us that wasn't on us before. See, uh, the guys have just launched into a, in, into a thing, uh, the fight club. Uh, get, get, can I have like five more minutes? Taking it anyways. Nehemiah 4.14. Nehemiah 4.14. He said, after I looked things over, I stepped out and I spoke to the nobles and everybody else. And I said, don't be afraid of the enemy. And I I just want to tell you tonight, that's what Jesus said in the boat. He said, don't be afraid of the storm. Can I tell you something? That, that, That if you launch out in this thing with God, storms are coming. Okay, they're just coming. The storms are coming. You got power to fulfill, to accomplish, to complete the passion that, that he's put in you. The storm does not have the ability to stop you, right? But God has the ability to, to lift you above it. And he said, you know, don't be afraid of the enemy, but remember the Lord. Look at that. But, but, but remember the Lord. He's great and he's glorious. You need to remember God. See, how quickly we forget. God's working in me. And I'm confident of this, that he who's begun, he, he's going to continue. He ain't stopping, so I'm not stopping. God's working. Remember, remember God. And you need to remember, see, just a couple things to remember about God. Number one, remember this, he's holy. I said, he's holy. And all that means is he's other. Word holy, it's just other. See, you can, you, you can see God in creation. You, you can kind of begin to understand some things about God by looking at creation. But don't you think for one minute that that is God. See, you might see God in a rock, but that ain't God. He's other than that. You might see God in a feather or something, but no, he's other than that. Hello, somebody. You, you got you to remember this, that he ain't, he ain't like that. You know, think about this for just a minute. How, how, how different and how awesome God is. Yeah, because you and I, you know, we're thinking time. I mean, we're thinking time right now. Like, he, is he about done? We're thinking time. That's, what I'm, that's all I'm thinking right now is time, time, time. But God, he, he, ain't, he ain't in time. He's, he's not like that. You know, he, he's, he made time so that you could be in time. Hopefully you'd be on time so that in due time, he could redeem you and bring you back out of time. But he ain't controlled by time. Hello? You know, there's just things, things you need to remember about God that, that uh, hey, you, can learn, you can learn about laws you know, or about God through, by looking at some of the laws. You, you know, you, you can learn about God and the character of God by looking at the laws, but you have to understand that, that laws aren't God. He's not controlled by laws. Oh, you need this. He's not controlled by laws. You are. Right? But he ain't. Why? Because he's other than that. You know, it's the law of gravity. You know, you and I. But, but he's like, hey, let me prove it. And he, he gets out of the boat and he's walking on water. Hello? Uh, laws. Uh, arithmetic. The laws of math laws. And he's like, okay, 
Okay, let me show you. Give me a fish. Give me a loaf. I'll feed, feed, you know, two plus two is four. Not in my world. That's what God's saying, not my world. You've got to remember God who's working in you. See, the God who's working in you, you, need, you, you, you don't be afraid of the enemy, but remember him. Because <laughs> the enemy's showing you all kinds of stuff, but he's not, God, he ain't subject to any of that. He ain't subject to none of it. What am I supposed to do? Well, fight. Right? And, and the guys, you know, we're learning how to fight for our brothers, fight for our sons, fight for our daughters, fight for our wives, fight for our house. You know, you, you know, engage. Engage. See, why? Because you've been created to do. The God that's working in you is giving you both the, the desire and the power to do. And man, I'm telling you, it pleases him. When you step up and you say, you know what? I don't see how this is going to work. You think about it. Just think about it in, in, in the financial world. Think about the tithe. You're looking at how in the world is this going to work? And God's like, I'm not subject to the laws, but you are. You, you're, looking, you're looking at numbers. <laughs> I'm not controlled by your numbers. You're looking at your time, and he's like, hey, wait a minute. That doesn't impact me. So you, you're looking at your storm, and he's like, Dude, I'm just seeing if you learned what I said. I'm giving you the ability to demonstrate Satan's defeat. You're not going under. You are going over. Don't you be one who's so quick to forget. I said, don't you be one who's so quick to forget. Because you know what? God will give you a word and it will say, you know, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved, you and your whole house. And the same day, your kids will lose their mind. God, what about my kids? No, no, don't forget God, who, who's, who's not controlled by all that other stuff. You know, he, he'll give you a word that, that by my stripes, you are healed. And, th- and then the doctor will say, you ain't looking so hot. Don't forget God. Don't forget God, who's not subject to any of that. And everything that he speaks, no word from God will ever fail. Don't you forget God. See, you're going to walk in hell, and it might be a fight. You're going to walk in family unity, and it might be a fight. And you're going to walk in financial freedom, and it might be a fight. But don't you forget God, because He's on your side. Hello, come on, somebody, celebrate Him today. Thank you, Lord. And isn't it just like God to say, hey, let's go somewhere. And you're like, okay, I'm with you. And then you get there. It's like in Joshua chapter 3, you know, when they went to cross the Jordan during the time of swell, uh, 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 the floods. It says In the Amplified Bible, it says it, 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 when they got there, it was during, during the time when, when the Jordan overflowed its banks. Well, that's a problem because there's some, the, you know, the roots and the stuff that's growing. It's like a jungle. Now the jungle's covered with water. He doesn't make it easier. I think we think that if I, if I, if I surrender to God, if I, if I embrace God, he's going to make life easier. No, 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 no. No, he's going to make you stronger. He's going to make you better. He don't need to make it easier. Because God is working in you. Amen. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes for just a minute. 
Maybe you've never just accepted the offer for God to go to work in you. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he'll be new. We're going to pray a prayer together. Everybody in the room. And if you're in this place tonight, you say, you know what? I, 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 need, to, I, I need God to cause life to flow in me. I'm ready to be new. I want God working in me. I want, I want, to, I want to release him. To go work. So I'm going to surrender my life to him. Maybe you've never done that. Maybe somehow you've, you've, the only thing you've successfully separated yourself from is God. Maybe tonight is time just to get it right. If that's you, while nobody's looking around, just hold your hand up. Say, Pastor Tom, that's me. I'm making this prayer my prayer. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just hold it up real quick. You put it back down and give it, hold it up. Let me see it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to remember God tonight and let God go to work in me. It's awesome. It's awesome. I want everybody in here to pray this with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose to live for you. You go to work in me. <laughs> Set me free. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Come on, give God one more big shout, one more big praise.